Yo, man, it's a lot of brothers out there flaking and perpetrating, but scared to kick reality. I'm working on dying. Said you belong to the streets, but the streets belong to me. It's like home to me. It's like home to me. I tatted your passport up, now it's looking like a arm sleeve. Just know that was all me. And when you see Chanel, I wish that's how you saw me. That shit you tell Chanel, I wish that's how you call me. No, you don't think you can go without a phone, bro? Just think. Or you have a, or you have like a, you know, you go back to the flip, you know. And, but see, but you said no, no picture messages. I mean, yeah, come on. like that's what it would be. You gotta. We had you, picture messages. Though, first of all, you said you could go back to not having. <laughs> I could a go smart no phone. phone. That's true. I can go <laughs> you no went phone. As far as saying you can't no go no phone. phone, you can't go no. Yeah, phone. I could go no phone. No, you can't. As you long just, as as long as everybody know, like the people who closest to me, like you know, my parents, my immediate bro. family. My you wife, only, look, I'm going without a phone. You only believe so, that because you've always had a phone. Like, nah, when nah. was the last time you didn't have a phone? You were like 10? I got a phone when I was 13 years old is when I got Bro, my first phone. You don't fucking remember. That's why, like. Nah, nigga, I was 12. You, think about no the phone. you didn't have like, shit to do then. <laughs> <laughs> Except place, Bro, but, <laughs> Think about maintaining a list of phone numbers. Like. You have a set list Who that you I gotta just gotta call. keep up with, bro. Ain't no, that's it. Just I ain't like, got just no phone. The, that's the thing. I don't need numbers because I ain't got no phone, bro. There's a bare <laughs> minimum of 15 people in this world that you gonna want to reach out to, and you not gonna memorize all them numbers. Nah, bro. I'm I straight. guarantee you, there's 15 people you need to talk to on like a weekly basis. Well, think if about I, if how I far went, down the list. Think about how far down the list me and Nate are, and you would need both of our numbers to do this on a weekly basis. But look, if if before I got rid of my phone, I you know I wrote down all these numbers. Do you think I could go without a phone? Because I think yes, yeah, you got you got to keep up with that one sheet of paper. You know how trash. Bro, I can do that, man. I can do this. Just put it on the fridge. We good to go. And niggas can't reach me. I'm not. You can't text me. You can't call me. You gotta. You gotta. I don't know. You gotta call my wife or something, man. You gotta tell her because she gonna have her phone, but. You know, you can't reach me. You got to pull up on me. You got to pull up on me. <laughs> you know, come to the crib. That's, that sounds like a stress-free life, man. That sounds like a stressful-ass life because if a nigga can't get in touch with you except by carrier pigeon, he going to try to run up to your crib like, shit, let me just run up to Alex and Brady hey, House do what you got to do. Nigga, you do not always want company. It's the reason why but, you text or call somebody and let them know, like, hey, I am on my way to your house. If a nigga pulling if a nigga pulling up on me, it's cause he had to. You know what I mean? And that, that's the company that I do need. If a nigga gotta pull up on me to give me the message. Otherwise, it's gonna make niggas think twice before reaching out to you. They only gonna reach Alex, out to you when they need you. I assure you that we are not going to road trip to Chattanooga every week <laughs> so that you know what we are doing for this podcast. I I assure you. That is Man. not something that's gonna happen. Alex gonna be checking his email like real world. You remember when they used to be on the real world checking the email every morning like it was the most important shit? I'm not living like that for you, bro. Hey, that's what I would do. Email me <laughs> at Yahoo. <laughs> Sound like a good life to me, man. I think y'all hate me. I think y'all hate. Me. I already want to give up. How social you gonna media, check the email? <laughs> What you mean, nigga? I got a computer, nigga. That before oh, phones, crit, nigga. Crit, crit, crit. 
<laughs> Real shit, man. You're bullshitting, brother. You're gonna need a phone, brother. <laughs> Look, if Kendrick ain't got no phone, nigga, I don't, I don't need no phone. If he don't need no phone, I don't need no phone. If he no, can go without well, a phone, that nigga I can go has at phone. least two phones. That nigga ain't got a phone. He has at he least two phones. K Dot wouldn't. He wouldn't lie to us like that, man. K Dot would also tell you, you need to be humble and sit the fuck down. Because you live a regular life that requires you <laughs> to have access to people. But to me, I he would, need a phone more than me. K Dot is absolutely. K Dot is absolutely lying to us. I don't know why we're doing this. Like he, that nigga has phones. Like, he better not what? be. He better not be. <laughs> if you got a phone, man, that's fine. That's fine. You ain't got a. You ain't got a lot of kick. <laughs> don't use a nigga bar on this. Come on, man. Come on, man. Use a Come wild on. boy. Hey, we ain't recorded in so long. I don't even know what we supposed to do next. <laughs> hey, yo, man. Welcome to the After Five Podcast, man. You're after. No, you're. Uh, it ain't after work vibe. It's uh, your everyday vibe. Every welcome to the welcome to the After Five Podcast. Your your weekly vibe. Your weekly vibe. Okay. Yeah. I can't tell. I can't tell if your audio is fucking up or if you're really fucking up this much. I no, really I'm. I'm I, I was just trying to think. I couldn't really remember what it was. Yo, what's good, man? Uh, welcome to the After Five Podcast. Your weekly vibe. Uh, it's your boy. Your boy. Y'all know who it is. It ain't nothing really changed. It's AC, man. Realest nigga. Realest flow. You, man. What was I thinking? Realest with the realest flow, man. You already know what I do. Uh, like that song I did in 02. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm joined every week, weekly, on <laughs> nah, a weekly nigga, basis. we're not going to let you cook there. <laughs> you did a song in 02? In 02, Like 2002. You know? Yeah, I know y'all was what, like 20 then? No. Yeah, 02, man. Um, you know. 02, I was 11. Damn. Just yeah, man. I mean, I've been rapping. I don't know what y'all that thought it was. That shit sucked. I'm going to let you know that right now. <laughs> that, I'm, that shit damn, was boo-boo. Shitting on my dreams. At eight? You ever, was, you was ever heard song? like that? Of course. Oh, yeah. Course. Terrible. Terrible. You ever heard like the young Kodak Black songs that he had when he was a kid? You ever heard those? Thank I might God have to play I have one not. of those, man. Might have to play one of those, man. You know, it's... That was me, man. I was a young Kodak, man. Had that same type of talent. When you hear this clip, it was that same type of talent. That's what I have. That's how my grandma doing. I'm doing good. I'm staying healthy. Now I'm making music. I'm going to strive to success. And I'm going to try my best. I'm 14 and already thinking about death. Damn. I was raised by the dead end. With fake ass niggas always trying to fit in. Ambition. I'm young and ambitious. The dreams that I have, I'm a dream of man living. How can I call them feelings? Come on, man. You knew you knew at a young age, man. You knew at a young age. You know what I'm saying? That's not that's not how your eight year old rap sounded. Though. I know they were bad. I know they were. Yeah, they 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 were bad, man. They were bad. I don't I don't even think I even got remotely good until I don't even know college, nigga. <laughs> I was just I just feel like they were gonna be too like night. Nice. Like they were gonna be too appropriate. Nah, you know me. Wasn't cussing. You know. <laughs> at eight, I mean, at eight years going shit, downtown. Like, Right. Uh, if, if if you come from a good family at eight, you shouldn't just be giving it up, bro. You shouldn't like. Nah, bro. You know it's it's the culture, man. It's the culture. You give it up. You shouldn't even realize that at eight is what I'm saying. 
not feeling that. Do not even think about that. I don't even know where we were, man. Uh, I, yeah, we was talking about the song. But, yeah, man, I'm joined every week uh, on a weekly basis uh, by my guys, man. Who, who, who here, man? Who here today? Does anybody still do this? Who's here? You know who it is, man. It's your boy, Nate B. You feel me? Uh should, should I bring the AKAs back, AC, or hey, man, should I leave that I, I feel like you should, you should do whatever is in your heart, man. You know, I just want mm-hmm. to get the authentic Nate B today. You know, we're going to throw it back for the one time, for the one time. You feel me? It's your boy, Nate B, a.k.a. Nate Biggity, a.k.a. Nate Bigger, a.k.a. Papa Nate, a.k.a. Broke Boy, Nate B. And we back in this motherfucker, you heard me, was good. <laughs> Wow, what an intro, man. Who else is there? Just just Tyo. Just Tyo. <laughs> wow. It's just me. Boring. <laughs> yeah, why did we keep this nigga? Like, we should have never, like, when we came back, Nate, we should have just left this nigga where he was, man. Like, like why did, would we like, return? Like, Destiny Shout, them niggas just never addressed her. Hey, hey just, nah. You know, which y'all, which y'all don't it. know is niggas been hitting me like, hey, y'all did all that talk about the Joe Budden pod and, uh, Seems to me like, <laughs> nigga, what it seemed like, drop nigga. in a while. <laughs> what it like, seemed like, nigga. <laughs> nigga, we we ain't took a break in what two and a half, almost three years. Yes, bro. Like no, no real, see, real but, break. You know, but they don't they don't want to hear that, man. They don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? They just like where the new episode that it's coming, nigga. When it come, <laughs> just go live your life, bro. Like your life ain't stopping, my nigga. Just go live your life. Just like I'm living mine. And, you know, we'll we'll share our thoughts later, man. Sure. But I get it, though. You know, we become an integral part of some people's, you know, schedule, some people's lives. They Things happen, and they, they look to hear our voices on some of these things. And mm. I, I just know a lot of people have been contacting me directly. Like, shit, nigga, since you refuse to do a damn podcast, what you think about this? <laughs> like, so I know y'all been giving the same thing. Yeah, we still need to get that Discord up we were talking about doing. Just yeah. like when we take breaks like that, even though it's rare. But when we do, we can mm-hmm. stay connected and like tap in with people and stuff. Um, So I don't, I mean, do y'all want to get right into this, man? I mean, I feel like there's a pretty huge topic um, that has been prevalent in the past probably week and a half. And um, I feel like we've had significant time to absorb this particular topic uh and you know i'm very curious to hear you guys thoughts because you know these are two prominent artists of um i know my generation now is it y'all generation two or y'all kind of like the jay-z and not the big and tupac you understand that these niggas are older than both of us oh i ain't even i ain't even peeped that why are you doing this? <laughs> you know, <laughs> I ain't even peep that. Uh, but yeah, you know, just two prevalent artists in our generation. Um, Nigga, me and Blake were in college during the blog era. Blogging Nigga, this, about he's, these he's us. <laughs> I just wasn't sure, man. Y'all, sometimes y'all gotta remind me. Y'all gotta remind me, kind of. Uh, are y'all late nineties, early two thousands? It's I don't know. But, you know, with two artists, Drake and Kanye, man, dropping their highly anticipated projects, Donda and Certified Lover Boy, 
of course, Donda dropping first, right, uh, on a on a what a Sunday night or something like that, uh, and then with Drake's album dropping the following Friday. I think at this point we're kind of aware that Donda sold over three hundred thousand copies. Um, you know, he had his listening parties; they were pretty successful. Uh, we know he, you know, had a ridiculous rollout, um, and the I would say his album has been critically acclaimed critically acclaimed um and then you know drake just dropped about a week ago so you know i'm just curious i'm curious first of all i really just kind of want to start with the first album donda uh, i know that you guys are kanye f- well no nate is not a big kanye fan nate is actually not a big kanye fan uh time out let me correct you oh, okay yeah correct <clears throat> it's not that i am not a big kanye fan I have not been a fan of how Kanye has acted outside of the music and some of the decisions that he has made, some of the stances mm. he has taken. And mm. for me, for a long time, I could not separate those two. Mm. I just thought you were uh, one who, you know, when we talked about my beautiful dark twisted fantasy, I think you said like it was trash or something like that. I said it was not the greatest album of all time, like y'all said. Mm. That was mm. my point. But you still, I guess, just just for my clarification, you still do find it to be a, a pretty incredible album. What? Uh, my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. You know what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> You're right. No. <laughs> it's, 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 it's not for me. Okay. Okay, like, not you for you. Like so, it. So, so not a Kanye fan. I mean, that's the only way I can interpret. If you say that album was not for you, there's no way you could be a fan well, of no, this Well, no, no, no. Which albums were for you? Late registration. <laughs> that early 2000s shit. Graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I like The Life of Pablo. The Life of Pablo is one of my mm. favorite Kanye albums. Mm. Interesting. Okay, well, you've given clarification on you know how you feel about Kanye. So, what are your thoughts on Donda? What are your thoughts on Donda? You want me to be honest, like completely honest, like you know, yeah, I want I want your completely un- unfiltered at their motherfucking Binsky Winsky, goddamn! I ain't listened to all of it. I didn't heard like maybe four or five songs. I ain't I just mean, got a spare this hour sound to change. Like me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just did not no have the time hour <laughs> to just <laughs> to dedicate to this to nigga. No, no, I just haven't. Damn, they. I mean, it's like that. It's like that, man. Can't even finish. I'll tell the album. you this. I'll tell you this. For so long, I was, and I mean, it's very well documented on this on this podcast that I was like, you know, I'm not. I ain't I still ain't heard his the album he released on uh where they was doing all them Fridays in a row and shit. <laughs> Nigga, that was my beautiful Dark Twist of Fantasy. That was that no, album. No, 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 no. It's the one in uh, Wyoming with the mountain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you talking about that one. You talking about yeah. What's it called? Yay? Okay. What's it called? Yeah, it is called Yay. Yeah. That's the name of it. That's the name of it. Yeah. That that was, that was like um, six songs, nigga. What you mean? Sunday service, the church, the church album. I ain't heard Jesus is ki- Jesus is King is Jesus the album you're referring to. Yeah, oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh no, 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 no! I walked it back. I walked that back. The choir <laughs> album is really good. I don't. Jesus is King is is yeah. The Jesus the choir, is King was no, no, good. No, no, no. The choir album is fire. What's the is there a name of their album? Jesus is King too. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know. Whatever don't their know, name, I don't, that, I don't even that, remember. They, before, that right. was fire. You should go back and listen to that. You cool with Jesus King? You ain't, you ain't miss nothing. Man, I don't want to hear that. But continue, Nate. Continue. But you I mean, ain't heard it. I wasn't. I, like I told you, I was in the space for so long that I was like, you know, I ain't really rocking with Kanye like that. So I'm not checking for him musically. And I've been checked out from him musically for so long that when the rollout for Donda started happening, for the first time, I cared. You dig what I'm saying? Like, for the mm-hmm. first time, I cared about Kanye musically. But when I saw how long it was, I promise you, I was like, I don't got this. I just don't, I don't have this to do. I just don't. And like my wife has played me a couple of songs and they was cool, you know, just in the car going from somewhere. Like, I don't know any names, so I can't just tell you what sticks out. Um, I am excited to hear the junk that he got with uh, Jay Electronica and, uh, you know, my guys, but I just haven't. It's not been at the forefront of me just checking out, to be honest with you. As big of a release as it was, um, it just hasn't been at the forefront of me to just check out. I just, you know, I feel like with an artist like Kanye, man, when he drive, you got to listen to it. man. I mean, I don't know. I just I just think give I think he has earned from me personally, like even though I didn't really mess with Ye like that. Uh, I did like Jesus is King. Um, you know, but I, and I do feel like that Kanye is falling. I mean, I won't get deep into my opinions, but I do feel like he kind of falling off as like just an artist. Um, my but, nigga said he not going to get into his opinions on our podcast. No, nah, just, you know, not until I give my <laughs> review of Donda, but I just, I'm just feeling like, you know, when he dropped and so, trust me, when I saw the length, I was like, come on, man, come on. And then when I really started the project. And I kind of, I kind of got into what I was about to experience over these, uh, I don't know, twenty-seven songs. I'm like, damn, this shit really is finna just be like a daunting listen. But at the end of the day, had to listen. That's just kind of how I feel. Got it, like, gotta listen to it uh, and see, you know, what an artist like Kanye, who I feel like is, you know, a big part of me even listening to music. I mean, it's just, I just feel like that's some of the earliest music that. I can remember being very excited about was like new Kanye West uh, as a child. So I don't know. It's, he's always going to earn the listen, but I mean, I'm with you though. I'm with you. I mean, I do kind of feel like, you know, everybody who was huge fans of Kanye, especially that's our age do kind of have this feeling of the music is not the same. It's not the same. So, you know, it, it don't, it don't excite me. The way that it, like I went when Donna dropped, it's like I wasn't like super excited, but at the same time, felt like I had to listen to it. Yeah, I'm the same way, Alex. That's exactly how I felt. I was like, "It's yay, so I'm gonna listen," because right. I've, I've heard a few good things here and there. I didn't watch the live events; I wasn't watching all that. But like, I saw clips, and I was like, "Oh, this clip sound like it might be aight." Like, you know, I saw some of the names that was involved, some of the pictures. I'm like, "This it can't be terrible," you know? what I'm saying like uh-huh. because I know. You know, with these people, it can't be terrible. So I was like, all right, I'm going to check it out. I hate when the artists do the whole no features shit where you got to go dig up who people are. But Mm -hmm. that matters to me. So as I first started, I've already pulled up the credits to see who's on these songs. 
So as I'm looking at it before it starts playing, I see the intro is Selena Johnson, who was featured on All Falls Down, probably my favorite Kanye song. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bro, that's timeless. That means this is gonna be a crazy intro. I was like, that's how this bitch is starting off, bro. I started the album and it was that fucking Channing, <laughs> and I was like, nah. Come on, man. It's like, just it's nah. artistic, man. And that's and that's really where it is now with Ye. Like the the creative process seems like it's the opposite of what it was when like he first came out, where he was this perfectionist and. You knew he had all these like different things he was doing to make the song do this and do that. And mm-hmm. he was piecing certain people here. And he was like, I'm going to sound super dope. And I'm going to have niggas rapping for real. Like he was just really doing like the complete opposite of what he does now. And so because he, he just is so good at, at making music, he can kind of like still hold people's attention. But like the early fans, it's hard to be like, yeah, this is this is that nigga like this ain't. Nowhere near the type of artist that we originally started liking. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie. It's not it's not a project that I'm gonna probably revisit a lot or I really like. But after I listen to it, like in a like first off, you have to listen to that shit with like a really good sound system. Like some expensive mm-hmm. headphones, some surround sound, a car a nice car speakers, cause that makes a huge difference. Cause that's what you can tell, you know, that's where the work was put into. Like, niggas mm-hmm. was getting in the booth and saying whatever they wanted. And then, like, <laughs> they was just talking. Like, I mean, niggas fact. just saying shit. Just saying niggas, whatever the fuck. Niggas huh? versus, like, our own just different, completely different worlds. And it's just like, yeah, all right, throw that shit here. <laughs> and so, but what, it's, but what he's focused on is, like, you know how he throws the sounds from different directions, how that shit sound, how that shit was sounding in an arena. Like, those mm-hmm. are the things that you can tell he's really putting, like, effort into like and the visuals and thinking about how crazy the visuals are going to be for this shit like that's the stuff that's like oh yeah he is killing this shit but if you really start listening you're going to be like okay what the fuck like what are we talking Mm. about Mm. nah Blake I think you really hit the nail on the head just talking about how like he is the complete opposite like this is just really where I'm at with Kanye. It's like, first of all, I don't feel like we talk enough about the fact that this nigga music be unfinished. Like it's just not finished. Every, like every verse from Kanye is a fucking reference verse. You like every clearly, verse. like clearly, like. And I, but I don't understand. Like I feel like that don't be talked about. How this nigga don't like he refused to just even give you a verse. It's gonna be like half. Bro, verse and then rap, have like a nigga thinking about what he should say. Rap is so bad <laughs> that he can do that shit and niggas just think that's how niggas rap now. Like you right. just say bullshit. So it's okay. Exactly. And and he be doing that shit. I'm like, this nigga just randomly started fucking humming. Like he nigga, he didn't have he said, uh-uh. And I'm a uh 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 I'm like, nigga, we can hear Bro. you. That's my thing. I'm like, dude, this nigga know like, that hey, like this came out. out. <laughs> Like I, I'm thinking, like the wrong files were submitted. I'm like, ain't no way. My thing, I'm just like, when I first heard, like my first listen to Donna, I'm just like, bro, again, because I feel like he kind of like this trend has been happening. So for this project to come out, and I'm still hearing that shit, like that, just like you said, Blake, the mumbling, the you know, even when a song, when I'm like, damn, this could be hard to me, but because I can just tell that this nigga ain't even 
finish the shit right or even just say hey like hey like let's really polish this like that don't even be a thing it's just look we going in however the energy going we off to agree 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 if i'm my kid kid kid, kid. Every, <laughs> everything we did did, did did this 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 fish rich kids rich kids kid. like, <laughs> like that's what this bitch is <laughs> It's on the mic saying, I'm like, okay, I'm seeing where you're going. Like, from a reference perspective, I'm like, oh, this the one. Like, you know, when you got this, this the one. But a nigga be like, no, we just going to leave it like that. Like, what? Well, I mean, why I got to, why I got to, you know, they like, yeah, you going to finish that? Finish what? Nigga, I'm kind This shit is done. Right. Like, Go find God. <laughs> you know what? Go for, you know what? Stop texting. Stop texting. And go find God. And don't come back till you find God. That's what you do for me. Kanye is nah, fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean that I'm really, bro, it's like the the unfinished music man really kind of getting to me at this point. I mean, to drop a 27 song album and you know, it's just so much where I feel like, yo, the nigga didn't even finish it. Then I mean, I know we'll get to it a little later, but you know, the 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 track with Andre 3000 it's like you know that's such a hard song right and then I hear Kanye verse and you know he do his little diss right but then at the end it's like he he just gotta show you that not look I'm not, this was kind of my idea but I just want he just you feel me or some shit, some shit that this nigga was saying I'm gonna play the clip I don't need police I'm like nigga police y'all can't hear me never I'm like, bro, I'm like, can this nigga finish anything? But nah, man, it's, it, it was a, I, I mean, I thought it was a cool, it was a cool album. I definitely, every time a new Kanye album come out, I'm like, okay, well, to me, this is his worst album. I'm not saying it's a bad album, but I'm just saying like, it's, you know, in terms of the list of my favorites is going towards the bottom. I agree with you, Blake. It's not one that I'm a follow up on. It's no real song off of it that I'm like, yo, like this the one that I, that I love. Like it ain't even, you know, and I, and honestly, I don't even know how to judge the album because it's like, do I judge it amongst all other rap albums that I hear? Or do I got to put this in another category of, you know, Christian hip hop or Christian music? Like, do I, is, is that why, like, it just sounds just kind of drastically different from anything else that I would hear. And, you know, maybe I should be judging it on that front. Kind of like I did with Jesus is King. Bro. No, no, you shouldn't. <laughs> The issue, bro. The issue is, the issue is he hasn't read a Bible. He's he's making Christian music and he don't. That's he not don't, true, bro. bro it <laughs> is true. true. He don't say he has read a Bible. Bro, he has see, read a Bible. I mean, not a whole read Bible. Bible. Not a whole Bible, but he has read bro, passages from the he Bible. He be on the like when he do gospel, he'd be like Jesus, ha, God, ha. And it's just like, bro, you don't have you don't nah, have man. no like. You don't have no like bro, it be, passages. It be a little bit in there. No, it don't. It don't be, be nothing in there, in there bro. It don't be... <laughs> be nothing in there, bro. That nigga said it be a little bit. That nigga said Adam couldn't have been black because he wouldn't have gave up his ribs. Like, bro, what? Yeah. Hey, you know that. Hey, now that I was... will say, I will say <laughs> that is Nate. one song. I don't know what song that is, but that is one song that I did hear that part, and I literally like slowed down in the car and looked at my wife like I know this motherfucker did not. 
just say this dumb ass shit on yeah. this like that's track. his Bible references. <laughs> that was that was pretty ignorant. I ain't gonna lie. That was I was like, man, did, did he Lexi think that was gonna be funny? References. Bro, he ain't making no real gospel. He better judge gospel this. comedic. Can it be gospel comedic rap? Bro, this better be judged like the Migos and everybody else. This ain't no different. Nah, man. It's, the same it's, type it's contemporary, contemporary gospel, man. It's modern, hey, modern. That, that joint, that joint that you just referenced that you said that it was if it wasn't a reference track, it would be the one. Shit. You know that's gonna go up at the Promise Keepers convention, bro. I mean, you know, I mean, <laughs> just imagine that be playing in any just type of Christian community. I couldn't imagine any Kanye song, like if that that would be lit, low key. <laughs> you know, Kanye out here doing his best, man. You know, he said, you know, tell me if you know someone that needs Jesus. You know, it's, I mean, it's, it's that real, it's that real soul. This nigga music, did not man. open the doors of the church on the he church. Did, I bro. know he did. He did. I know Tell he me did. if you know someone that needs <laughs> Jesus. Lord. Shit is hard, bro. And then Jay Electron come on with just these fucking <laughs> just ridiculous bars. Like, Native, you have not heard this. I mean, he went hard, but I'm like, bro, I this shit. Know. I cannot believe like this know. nigga. I already know that nigga bombed that nigga <laughs> superstar stratus. I already know that nigga bombed atomically. Yeah. Like I mean, bro. I mean straight. Socrates' straight. philosophies and hypotheses can't describe how I rocket these. That's that's what he did. He did all Medically that. perform armed robbery. I'm telling you. I'm telling Ooh. you. Order. What's Order. the mathematics? I, mean, I might. I might. Have, he asked what today's mathematics was. I might have to check this. What you was like, the name of this song was? <laughs> Bro, I think it's I think it's Jesus Jesus Lord. I think it's the name. Hey, this is my type and of all the song, All the songs got the same name and shit. I'm like, dog, it's a song named Lord. It's Jesus. It's Jesus Lord. It's Lord Jesus. I told it's my God. Not, he ain't read the, he Bible. read the Bible. He does not he read ain't the even Bible. Got a Jehovah on there, <laughs> bro. <laughs> he could have slid a Jesus. <laughs> bro, what if Kanye <laughs> was still making music? Like, what if he still like cared at all? You know how crazy that shit would be. All the niggas hey, that are like would... the hottest niggas are his children now. Like, it's true. All the weird shit he was doing is so normal now. Like, imagine Kanye with Uzi and Roddy and Tyler and bro, that shit would be crazy. But this nigga off doing weird shit and want to be in Calabasas and Wyoming. Like, nigga, mm. bro, come on. He's at vacation Bible school, Blake. How you gonna be tripping. mad at a nigga for going to vacation Bible this school? This man, this man trying to better his life and Blake on his ass talking about you need to be hanging with Roddy Rich, nigga. Bro, first <laughs> off, Kanye still do all the same stuff he was doing before he was saved. Come on, man. He said he said last night don't count. This morning don't count. <laughs> to quote Kanye. Like that shit just be funny, dog. Like to me to hear that saying like, yo, like, you know, I'm I, I could be made new again. Bro, last night don't count. Kanye was just <laughs> Kanye just was in Europe with some white girl he for his birthday. Don't be reading the book. <laughs> bro, he was just in Europe with some white girl for his birthday. Like, hey man, like he, wait, can't, he can't chill with women. Bro, he can't it chill went, with it women. Wasn't that type of uh, situation. Come on, man. Come on. They not having no premarital sex or anything. So I mean, what's the what's the deal? What's the deal? That nigga is still married. <laughs> That's thou, true. Thou shalt not true. covet thy neighbor's wife. They were definitely still. That's they true. were definitely having premarital sex in there. Definitely, no. <laughs> never. He would never do that. And she probably bleached her asshole. Well, you know, we got Donda, uh, and then I think maybe I don't know the next day or two days later, it was announced that look, uh, 
Certified Lover Boy is coming out this Friday. Dun no, no, You know, we got we got the the Sports Center interruption. Uh, I'm like, yeah, this nigga Drake want to be, uh, you know, a sports figure so bad. Like, nigga, why? I mean, is he me? is. He is. Man, man, hell no, hell no. Uh, but you know, we got the notification, the anticipation built, the cover drop. Niggas arguing, is this the cover? Is it not the cover? This ain't the cover, y'all. This just promo, cause you know his album been in the in the in the belly for nine months, and now it's coming out, and you know all that these cover theories. is terrible. You know, some people say it's a terrible cover, but at the same time, they say it's just marketing genius because of what we saw. A lot of other entities, you know, recreating his cover. You know, people who probably don't really even give a fuck about Drake because it became a thing. It blew up on social media. And it's hard to say that, like, that was planned, you know, but I don't, it's just hard to say because Drake is just such a huge artist that, you know, I feel like any kind of cover he could have did uh, could have been recreated and, you know, they did something with it. I feel like that has happened for a damn near all his covers. You know, I think about the Views cover, uh, the, the Head in the Clouds, nothing was the same. Like, we saw a lot of different iterations of those yeah. covers even a take care cover Thanks. you know um you know so that that's just what we get with the artists like drake yeah but i th- i think it had to be calculated because it was rolled out and it's been utilized similar to how if you're reading this is too late mm-hmm. you know what i mean like when that came out you could not look anywhere foreign or domestic mm-hmm. without seeing some shit in that script in that way you feel me? In English, in languages I can't even pronounce, like, it was everywhere. And mm-hmm. so I think that when you take something like what he utilized, that is also universal. You dig what I'm saying? It don't sure. matter what country you in, where you at in the world. Pregnant women on an album <laughs> that are interactively, like, moving their hands on the belly and smiling at different times, it's going to resonate. I feel that. Regardless, it was genius. You know genius. what I mean? It was genius. Whether it was intended or not, nigga, it worked. Or lazy. And, you know, or so. lazy. It's a little lazy. I mean, one or the other, man. One or the other. Regardless, you know. I mean, realistically, though, like, think. let's think about this, though, right? Like, let's just, let's just go down a, a quick little rabbit hole. If you were making the cover for Certified Lover Boy, Blake, what would you want to have seen? Well, I, I, I think this whole, I guess we can get into it. I think this whole effort was like uninspired. I think this was like Floyd when he fight people that like he knows just like, I'm just going to get this money. I have no intention of coming in here and like even trying for real. I'm going to go in here, dot, you know, dodge these punches, throw a couple jabs, get a hundred M's and go home. Like I'm not like, this is him fighting that little, uh, YouTube kid. Like, that's what it felt like. It felt like, all right, Certified Lover Boy. It's not really the theme of the album. I'm I'm really only talking shit about women and dissing Kanye on the low. Like, all of it just felt like a thrown together, just like, like, it's just him just doing some shit. But he's so good. Like, he has such a good formula. It's still, it's not trash at all. Like, it's still quality. But it's just like it's just it's going through the motions. It's it's LeBron putting up twenty five and five and five. Like it ain't mm. it ain't 
It's just what he does. Damn, he just he's, he, glorified Draymond Green. The boy good. <laughs> the boy good. Like it's just what, you know what I'm saying. Mm. But he ain't trying. Mm. Not trying. Nate, what are your mm. thoughts on that? Do you think Drake Draw? First of all, have you even listened to Certified Lover Boy? Yes, Let's start. There. I have. Okay. I've listened to Certified Lover Boy. Okay, so he, he earned your times. listen. He earned <laughs> yeah, your listen, yeah. clearly. Yeah. 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 Drizzy learned to, he learned to listen, man. I, I, I think I really enjoy Certified Lover Boy. Like it is it's been in heavy rotation since it dropped. Um and I say that as a like super super early Drake fan. Drake got some Easter eggs in there, and in a couple of them verses for people who've been around since you feel me to the grassy days. And so like hearing some of those like little kind of nods to the day ones, and then also like hearing how he's playing around with some different sounds all in one kind of like album. Because I think in the past, to to Blake's point, Drake has had a formula, right, of a mix between singing and rapping and how he wanted the album to kind of flow, right? Usually, Uh he'll either start off very singy and get into the bars, or he'll have a lot of consistent singing and sprinkle the bars in, or vice versa, right? I Uh think on this album... He truly tried to blend them, and when he was trying to sing, he was singing. When it came to them bars, he was barring it up. And I think this was a Drake that we heard that seemed very sure of himself and his place and his stature in music to the point that I think we're going to hear a different version of him until he decides he doesn't want to do this anymore. Mm. Because I can, I can see why somebody could say that it was kind of lackadaisical. Like Mm -hmm. Blake, I can see, I can see your point there, but I also look at it from the standpoint of, I think we, as people who anticipated the album, had so much anticipation for what it was going to be, what we thought it was going to be. Like, you see, you hear the name Certified Lover Boy, right? The features that, Drake's, that Drake has been doing as of late. And then you see the album art, so you think, oh, Drake's going to give us some baby-making music. It's going to be it's a whole new vibe. And then we get it, and I think Certified Lover Boy was less about the content and more about him accepting who it is that he is as an artist. Like when we first met Drake, people were saying Drake was corny. People were saying Drake wasn't going to last in rap. The women were kind of iffy on him. Mm -hmm. And then he continued to be him. He continued to be vulnerable on songs Sing about love and heartbreak and shit that niggas at a specific time was like, that's some simp shit. That's some shit we not own. He continued to do it. And I think over the last couple of albums, he's kind of accepted that, okay, y'all see me. Some of y'all going to see me as corny. Other y'all going to want to be me. It is what it is. Whereas I think with Certified Lover Boy, he's like, this is who I am. I am that nigga. I'm going to talk about love, but I'm still that boy. 
don't forget that. And I think that's kind of what came through on this. Like, I could really go with your neck. Like, all of the all the Kanye, like, I don't even know if they're subs. It's just kind of, it seems to be like that's how Drake responds. Mm-hmm. Like, we know who he's talking about, but he not going to address you by name type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I mean? I think those were what we were expecting I was more so let down by the fact of because of the type of album that Kanye put out there was nothing that really there wasn't a competition like it was held up to be you dig what I'm saying like and so much so to the point where it's like Kanye drops Drake's address or whatever it ends up in a song on the album Mm-hmm. <laughs> like so just that type of thing in the contrast of this sounded like okay we wanted to put this piece of work out because this is who it is that I feel like I am right now like that nigga he told us that he feels like he is the greatest mm-hmm. <laughs> and he said that several times on this album and you know it's not it's not dead on me that Cole did what he did, right? Because we were supposed to get Certified Lover Boy a while ago, right? Mm-hmm. Cole did what he did, and you got mixed reactions to the level of impact of that album, but nobody can question, like, what it was. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, right. that's what it was. So Cole drops, and then... Drake is like, okay, I'm getting ready to drop mine. And then a week, what, a week, two, three weeks before, you know, Baby King dropped the verse and Kendrick come out and say what he say. <clears throat> and it's like, <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, it was like, okay, I think now we are at a point where we have a Drake, we have a Cole who knows exactly who he is. He's comfortable with his plan, and he's going to just keep keep rapping like how we've always known him to be. J. Cole has been a different iteration of the same nigga since he came into our lives collectively. Like, that just is what it is. Drake, on the other hand, has become music. By and large, he has become music. And so I think Certified Lover Boy encompasses all of that. Like, I don't, I don't think the type of quote unquote pseudo classic undeniable classic that people are looking for from Drake. I don't necessarily know that we're going to get that to satisfy a rap lover because this nigga controls a lot of what goes on in music period. You dig what I'm saying? So I think when he makes an album, you got to keep those things in mind. Like when I first heard what, what is it? The too sexy wasn't fucking with it mm-hmm. was not fucking with it but i know what it's for mm-hmm. and i know why it's on there you dig what i'm saying just like i know that you know the joint with the joint with hoes some people listen they not gonna fuck with it mm-hmm. some people not gonna know they not gonna fuck with 7 a.m and bumblefuck like But it's a version of Drake on that album for every for every type of Drake fan. And I think that is what he was going for. This is a culmination 
of who I've become professionally. Mm. No, I, I, I agree with you. Like, I really do feel like this album was, um, you know, it's like if, if you are like a Drake fan, right? Like everything you've liked about previous Drake. I mean, I feel like you just got on this album. I was actually kind of surprised in how much he kind of leaned into certain sounds that, uh, you know, we are we're familiar with from older Drake projects. Like he leaned into that heavily on this album. He like, look, I ain't even trying to like, this is my sound. The, you know, the EQ and the shit, all you get is the low sounds, you know, so it sound like you're underwater. Like this, like he was he going like, through the this, motions a little bit. Right. See, see, but I, like, I agree with that. Like, I agree with that, Blake. But at the same time, you know, when we think about the quality of music, I mean, I still feel like I receive high quality music personally. Facts, facts. Like, no, I don't disagree. Right. And, and I, you know, one of my criticisms of Drake has always been, you know, when he released an album, I don't be feeling like he's pushing music forward. He's first of all, like giving you the, it's like the best of whatever's popping right now. I'm going to try to give you the best version of that. And then also, like, I'm Drake. I'm, uh, of course, extremely talented. So I'm going to sing. I'm going to have some good written songs. Uh, a, and then I'm going to have bars for you as well. And I'm going to tap into some timeless shit to, to use that nostalgia. Like, he got like, right. he has a few things that, he, that right. you know he's going to do. Like, he it's just the formula. It. Yeah. It's the formula. And, you know, and, and that's, I mean, and that's what he did. And that's what, see, but now I've just, I've just feel like I'm to a point now where, you know, I, as much as I want Drake to come out with a project where, you know, maybe he get a little experimental, you know, maybe he really tried to take his sound somewhere that we ain't heard it because, you know, going back to Kanye, that's what we got from Kanye. Like now it's kind of to his detriment. Like now I don't know where he went with the sound, but <laughs> at the same time, you know, it's like we heard college dropout. We heard late registration, get into that real orchestra bag. We heard graduation go to some, okay, this is some, you know, when we heard stronger nigga, we like, bro, this is some other <laughs> some shit. Other like, shit. this is some other shit. But I'm fucking shit. with it. Right. You know, and, and that was the thing. And that's, and for me, that's what always stood him apart. Like, cause he'll give you some completely new shit and you'd be like, bro, this low key hard. <laughs> this low key hard. It's like 808s and heartbreak nigga. When I first heard Love Lockdown, I was like, I don't know. But then at some point, some I was drums. like, bro, I'm real, I'm low key fucking with this shit. I'm not wow. loving you the way I wanted to, girl. <laughs> You know what I mean? And this nigga changed music. And what happened after that? That's when I heard power. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, this shit is it's a new sound and this shit hard. And we and we know how I feel about that album. So it's just it's like we got that. But with Drake, you don't get that. You just get, you know, you definitely get some new music. Like he's a high caliber artist. So you're going to get some high quality music. I can tell that he cares about the quality. He gonna give you bars and also show you that he has the ability to give you a fire song where he don't just give you the bars. He'll kind of give you the same flow that all these other niggas get. I am still kind of surprised that, uh, like you know, he do obviously a lot of music with Future and stuff like that. But this album, um, you know, like I'm not used to hearing a lot of Future. You know what I mean? Even when I think about Scorpion, I don't know if we even got a, fe- a Future feature on Scorpion or anything like that. Um, if I remember correctly, but you know, just going to what you said, Blake, very in, in his comfort zone, like yeah, in sure. his comfort zone on this album completely. Like, I just want to make a hard project that, you know, the people going to sing along to, I'm going to make the songs for the strip club and we going to keep it moving. You know, we going to sell a whole bunch of records and we going to have our songs playing on ESPN and wherever else they going to play certified lover boy. 
So, you know, it, I know that was his goal. And, you know, definitely a great album. We not, I don't, I don't know if anybody, we putting this in like the top Drake albums, right? I mean, I don't think this is going in anybody's top three, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a solid offering from Drake. Definitely, you know, going back to the competition, I don't really think there's a competition between Donna and Certified. To me, they just are so totally different albums. Like, I don't know, like it's not, it's like from a music standpoint, I don't really see them competing. I know they just low key beefing over some dumb shit, but you know, it's it's not even a competition. It's just like, look, this is what Kanye giving you. This where his sound going, and then Drake giving you his typical offering. Like these niggas in two totally different bags. And see, that's the that's the worst part about both albums to me, because of both albums, honestly, this is probably my least favorite beef in hip hop history, outside of you know ones where people died, of course. But like, this is petty, and then all of this effort made us as the the consumers the losers like we got lesser offerings from both of them because you have situations with Kanye where like bro you not even really think you don't even really care about this music you just trying to really flex on him and fuck up what he got going on instead of just really being intentional like Tyler the creator just said he heard that song with uh three stacks and he wanted to get on can you imagine like where that could have went you know what I'm saying but it's just like y'all both putting so much energy into this petty beef that y'all like I don't know. It's just been trash, bro. I just feel like both offerings could, both offerings left a lot to be desired, but I would call neither one of them terrible. So just two good albums, man. I would say good. I would say okay. So so we think Certified Lover Boy is okay. That's not you right. You're I right. think so. Right. Okay, right. out of ten. Right. No, let's 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 now nah, let's do five mics. Out of five mics, Blake, <laughs> what you giving Certified Lover Boy? Three and a half. Yeah, I'm giving it four. I'm giving it four mics. Four out of five. I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it four mics as well. Um, Donda, I can't really vote here, so I'm gonna just be the moderator. Mm. <laughs> Donda, I'm giving three. I agree. I got three for Donda. I give it three. I give okay. him a little bit more than half. A little bit more than half. <laughs> If he if he if he finished it, maybe it'd be at a fucking four. But this nigga just ref- I mean, y'all, I'm getting so fed up with this shit. I'm like, bro, Kanye, I know you got it in you. Just finish I mean, the verse, man. Just write it. Just write it. Any like, I think the concept of making conceptual music that can evolve and change, I like that. Right, uh-huh. I appreciate that. As long as what you initially offer us is quality. If you initially offer us some quality and later on you want to tweak something, it's your damn song. You can come out mm-hmm. with another version of it. I don't give a damn. Just don't like take away the original version and just don't give me no bullshit off Wham. Like, yeah. I mean, I know the yes man got to be wild like around Kanye. I'm like, ain't no way it's this many people around this nigga and like, you know. I don't know. Like, I feel like niggas just got to be telling him, yo, this shit hard. Especially when I think about him being with the top artists. Like, he's always working with the top artists, top people in music. And I'm like, y'all niggas really in the studio with this nigga, letting him get this shit off and not even saying, yo, yeah, you going to finish that? The people, or but he like, always maybe, he always has, like, the resident social media, like, weird, famous person around. Like, first he had, yes, Jules. She's a weirdo. Then he had, um... What's the 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 Justin LeBoy kid? He's a weirdo, and it's just like he do just he just 
so everybody knows that this opportunity, kind of like what Dirk said on, on Drake album, like when it's your biggest opportunity, you got to put yourself out there. You like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look like a clown, but I ain't never going to be on this stage ever again. I got to take advantage of it. And they, and right. that's what people do. Like you just get on there and like, you like, look, I know what this going to do. I got to be here some way, somehow. You know that that gives you a different level of status. Like it just does. Just the way our mm-hmm. world works, which is, I mean, it's weird. It's all weird shit, but. It's how it goes. But I don't, I, it's it's diminishing the brand to me though, man. It's like I feel like now, like when I think about Kanye's next project, I mean, is it gonna really just be such a huge thing to get on that project? Like after he didn't drop Donda, and it's like you know, yes, we had little we had little Yachty on there. I mean, come on, and that's not a shot at little Yachty. It, that but was I mean, that was on. literally a shot at Yachty. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, like, I don't know how much more. It's like we got shot we got Yachty we got Yachty on here now. But, but I know. mean, realistically though, like you got <laughs> to think about this. Verse. Yachty, Yachty can rap. I'm not gonna let you do that. Yachty I, I didn't say the nigga couldn't rap. I'm just like, bro, that's the second and, best verse on the project. Like, that's a shame. But I'm saying, is that could that not be, just be a testament to this nigga's No, it's skin? no, no, no. Hey, no. no. The it's not the verse that Jay Z gave Yay versus the verse that he gave Drake. That's fucked up. That's fucked Drastic. up. Drastic. Well, he asked up. he asked Hove to do something like you know. This wasn't a typical whole verse for the Kanye song. I mean, you know, yeah. the tempo is a lot different. You, I mean, you getting hove out of his comfort zone. He out of shape. Just saying, Look, out of shape like a motherfucker. Nah, nah, man. He just he, he was trying to right give. Now. Here he goes Blake. He was trying to. Blake. Yeah, I know Blake, Blake gonna kill this nigga. Blake, Blake, just, ready to, Blake just ready to pile on. <laughs> no, 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 that nigga snapped him. We no, just no, not no, even no, gonna do that. Bro, I be real about Jay Z. How he out of shape? How he out of shape on what? And he literally, we literally know. know that Kanye called, know. Kanye called him three hours before the Atlanta show. Was like, hey, I need this, and he was like, all right, I get it back to you. And then he just played it that night. You can't brag for twenty years about not writing shit, and then not send me a, a fire verse. I don't want to hear it and be the goat. I'm not really trying to. Oh, hear you this don't shit. think that you don't think that Jay's verse was good for Kanye's album? Fuck no. You don't think that verse was? You know, I'm done with I'm this. Done shit with was it, this shit was <laughs> terrible. Oh, but the verse on Drake okay. album, he snapped. Now he snapped on on Drake. Okay, Blake. He snapped on Drake mm-hmm. shit. <laughs> he did snap on Drake shit. I didn't really feel like the Kanye one was that bad, man. I honestly felt like it was a decent Jay verse, and, and also given just the uniqueness of the song, like I couldn't even hear Jay Z on a song like that, and I feel like Kanye still made it work. Have to you, get that nigga on that track. Have y'all ever seen? I don't. It was like, it was like right after like white people discovered Method Man and Red Man. They had like a you know <laughs> they you right know after that it was like when they like you know when white people discovered Method Man and Red Man they're like oh they're so talented and they was just in everything for like two or three years. Y'all don't remember that? Yeah, like how high? Uh, I feel like they had a cartoon damn, damn near or something. Seen? Yeah, like bro, they were everywhere. For my time. Yeah, Meth and Red, Meth and Red went on a little entertainment run outside the route. They was this like, shit, was shit. Crazy. they found out them niggas was eloquent. They was like, fuck it, we gonna put these <laughs> niggas in everything, bro. At one point, they had like a prank show on MTV, and I remember they brought mm-hmm. they brought Ludacris <laughs> on, and they was like, yeah, Luda, we need you to snap on this beat for us. And like Luda kept his cool, but the beat was like intentionally terrible, like just some like <laughs> awful shit. And Ludacris really sat in there, like, really sat in there and studied that beat, and then went in the studio and really spit a, like, good verse to it. <laughs> and it was like, nigga, we just fuck with you. He's like, yeah, I wrote that bitch, though. <laughs> and that's what I feel like Jay-Z tried to do, and that shit just did not work. 
Like, Jay-Z was like, all right. He should have just told him, I'm not feeling this one. Like, send me another one. <laughs> no, man. He said, look, man, Yeezy, I got you. Whatever you need, I'm on it. Kept going home. <laughs> he said, hope. Yeezus. Like most. Jesus. <laughs> Bro, go back and listen to the ad libs. That's the craziest shit. Like, go back and listen to the ad libs. You gonna be like, Hove is crazy. Like, I can't believe hey, y'all man, think that was a good Hove, verse. It was it was good, man. I don't, I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna let you peer pressure me into thinking it was bad. It was good. Fucking lying. You see, I'm just letting him cook. I'm just gonna let him cook. I'm just gonna let him cook. Bro, good. y'all know that shit was not y'all really think that was a good verse? Before Yes. Y'all lying. Before we uh, before we uh move on to another topic, before we get off of certified lover boy Donda, what y'all think about that Lil Wayne verse on 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 that certified lover boy? He snapped. Hey, you know Wayne is like, bro, <laughs> this nigga, this nigga, <laughs> it's so effortless for this nigga to snap. That's one thing. But it just be wild. Like I was listening to that song with my wife, and like when the when the song went off, I'm just like, bro, it's like nothing for this nigga. It's nothing Bruh. for this nigga to just go the fuck off. And in 2021, in terms of niggas who will just snap, I mean, Wayne is still top five. Like still, Bruh. I don't care what nobody say, he's still top five. It's just you give him, you give him the beat, tell that nigga to just go off, and that nigga gonna have some bars for your Bruh. ass. I don't. What would be pissing me off is why does Drake and why is Wayne never on any of those tracks? You know those tracks Drake has where he puts the time in the title. It'd be four a.m. Mm-hmm. In, in Toronto or right. any of them. If if it's a time in the title, he's going to fuck off. We need Wayne on one of them because I want Wayne to just pass like a minute and a half too. I feel that, but I think Drake keep those for himself always. I don't think he's ever had a feature on those. So, you know. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, to me, you know, it, it's. I think about obviously when Drake first came in and he was doing a lot of rapping with Wayne, and you know, I remember hearing those verses and at those times being like, "Damn, you know, this Drake is obviously the truth, but he ain't he ain't gonna pass Wayne because this nigga Wayne is just snapping on everything." And then it kind of got to that point where you know we wasn't really getting the, that quality from Wayne. I feel like uh, for a period, but you know, every once in a while, I don't know, he just showed that. He got it. Sometimes I hear him on songs and it, and it ain't much, but I feel like as a recent, you yeah. know, whether it be seeing green or, you know, especially this track, I mean, I'm just like just clear standout verse, you know, and even some features I didn't heard him on. It's just like, you know, awesome. And I don't, I don't yeah. think the kids really know about Wayne like that. I mean, they know, but I don't know if they know. Yeah. They going to have to go back. Cause did, I know this verse to your point, Alex, I heard this for the first time in the car with my wife. And after Wayne verse went off, I looked at my wife <laughs> and she was like, Oh, they went and got mixtape wheezy, huh? Mm. <laughs> I said, I don't I don't know where they pulled this nigga out of because this nigga came with it. It's like Hey man, I mean it's you know it's uh it's is Wayne top. Does five, he have man? the best verse? Does he have the best verse on Certified Lover Boy? Nah. Nah, nah, I'm sure Drake, Drake got, got a couple of them. Yeah, he got, yeah, like, he got, he, I mean, Drake, it's, it's wild because, you know, when he really do be like, yo, I'm finna get in my rap bag, I hey, mean, it's like, bro. It be wild. 
<laughs> It'd be crazy to think like this be the same nigga who like really be trying to sing an R and B track like on an album. Like he'll like have a real last I'm going all out R and B, but then also have another song where it's like, yo, I'm still actually also a top three rapper in the game as well. So the fuck you mean. Bro, when the intro came That's on, what? I set up. I'm like, oh, he finna rap rap. And then, hey, I and then a few more bars in, I was like, oh, this nigga is going to have his foot on Kanye's throat the whole album. And that is what that nigga did. Like, he was like, I'm going to rap, I'm going to rap well. <laughs> and I'm going to diss that fuck nigga Kanye. Like, that was like the energy. Every time he started rapping, he was like, I'm going to, like, oh, I can't stand that nigga. <laughs> like, like, that was his energy the whole time. Hey, when I heard that intro music, I said, we finna get rapidy rap, 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 Drake. And it's finna be that old young yeah, angel, man. young lion Drake from the mixtape era. You feel me? Good night and good luck, Drake. That's what we finna goddamn get. And he got into it. When I heard that, that little scatting ass shit on the goddamn, I said, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Drake got a motherfucker scatting. Oh, yeah. He finna get to it. <laughs> to it. What el- what else since we've been gone? You know, music. A lot of music has come out. What are two albums that you all would like our listeners to uh, check out? Uh, I'll go ahead and start, man. First of all, y'all need to get on that King's Disease Two. That King's Disease Two by Nas, man. Um, that's one of the few albums. You know, I don't really listen to a lot of music. I don't really add a lot of music to my phone. That's one that I heard, and I was like, bro, I got to add that to the phone, man. got to add that to the phone. Um, I think it's hard. There's an Eminem verse on there that, uh, you know, I'm really, I can't even decide if I like it or not. I don't know. I can't get with Eminem, man. I can't get with this nigga. But it is cool. (laughs) Right. It is cool just to, to get them both on a track. I mean, when I think about just like, you know, classic artists. But one of my favorite songs is actually the one with Lauryn Hill. And, you know, we get a Lauren Hill verse and uh, she's fast. I mean, I feel like she sounded very in shape, very in shape to rap. Like she could easily, you know, drop a rap project currently, which I think is great. Um, in terms of another album, I don't know, man. I mean, I have to, I have to look a little bit. My nigga I'm said, to... I'm going to go first and didn't even have a full assignment. <laughs> I just, I just knew I wanted to share that Nas before y'all, before y'all took y'all. I was like, no, let me go ahead and share that Nas. Let me get in there early with that. Um, I'm going to be honest, man. I don't even have another one, man. So yeah, uh, no, that's, you my, all good. I got you. that's my one, man. Off the 10 up. Well, Nate, the, uh, the choir album I was telling you about is, uh, is Jesus is Born by the Sunday School Choir. Or Sunday service choir, my bad. <laughs> Niggas had the Sunday school choir. Not the Sunday school choir. It's the little children. But no, no, no. You need to go back and listen to that. That was good. Don't don't go back and listen to Jesus is King. He in it. Right. Listen to that. <laughs> he man. only read my Chick fil A. That shit hard. He ain't, you good. Now, uh, uh, that is my least favorite song, bro. I ain't going to lie. Because, you know, that's just corny as hell. Like, that's another one where I'm like, who sat around and said, dog, this is hard. It's another album where... But people do like that song. It's though. another album, like, uh, a month or two away from being done is is what it is. Man, it's hard, man. It's, you know, it got Fred Hamm- Yeah, it's got Fred Hammond on there. I'm like, bro, let's it's, go. It's a month or two from being done. Alex knows that. He bro. was literally just going off about that because he knows that. Bro. It's hard, bro. He got uh, Pusha T on there. Got no malice on there. Nate, it's hard. Uh, you ever seen somebody lie to you 
He was just going off. That's true. He was just going <laughs> off saying he's sick of Kanye and these unfinished albums. You know the album. That, every you time. know the album that came. This, this every, you know the album that came out this right before this most recent one. Jesus is King. This is what he's talking about. I don't know why. I don't bro. know why he acting like this now. It Jesus is King. It's not bro, good. good, bro. It's, it had it had some it had some substance, man. It had some substance. I'll say that he not had a little. Con- he had a little bit of the reference. Bro. He had a little bit of that reference flow, bro. And that's just <laughs> what I'm gonna call it. Just Kanye that reference is flow. the worst part of of every song. <laughs> he is the worst part man, of every goodness, song. Man. We. Yeah, I'm gonna I've hold heard you down, that. Man. That is not the first time that I've heard that. Critique. If you go back and listen to that album, he is the <laughs> worst crazy. part of every song. As soon as he starts, yeah, speaking, I, damn. <laughs> on every. I mean, song. I do feel that, man. But <laughs> I do. Feel back that. to my current list: the house, house is burning by Isaiah Rashad. I'm on that. Yeah. <laughs> this is definitely out my element. That's a good one. But my young, my young, my young nigga Mal sent me this, and King of Kill Branch by Big Thirty. Hey. Mm. Hey, CEO. Snap it. Hey, CEO, Big 30 guy. Snap it. Uh, what else mm. I've been listening to? Um, bro, I'm still listening to Culture 3. Uh, Damn, I ain't heard that shit in so long. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> still listening to. Co- I have not heard a song I'm still from that to, in months. I'm still listening to Call Me If Type You Get Lost. Shit. Uh, by Tyler. You still haven't listened yeah. to No Tyler? No, Thomas, I don't listen to. Bro, Tyler I'm gonna send you one song tonight, and <laughs> look, I'm gonna send you one song tonight, and if you fuck with it, listen. you have to look listen to more Tyler. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna press. Just play. one song. I'm you not. can. I'm sure he's a great bro, artist, I'm man. I'm sure he's a great song. artist, man. But he not for me, bro, man. He not for okay, me. Okay, okay, just try one song. <laughs> I'm gonna send you one song. All right, man. Y'all got it. Man said y'all got it. I'm sure he's great. Oh, uh, oh, it's, it's me. Yeah. Shout out to Blake for uh, coming with three since Alex was not prepared. How unprepared for when niggas just ask this question? <laughs> no, all I'm saying is I presented a prompt. My Damn. nigga volunteered. Because I thought, like, I thought surely I get another one. energy, bro. I thought surely. <laughs> you jumped out I strong. thought surely I would think of another one. I was like, okay, I know I got Nas on Tuck. I'm like, surely I'll think of another one by the time I'm done talking about Nas. But then I was like, damn, I ain't saved none of these to my phone. <laughs> but then, then I, sh- I should have said that Isaiah Rashad, though, because I have heard that a few times since it came out. So I got you. Uh, for me, you gotta go check out Quick Listen. You feel me? Uh, Pyrex Picasso, Benny the Motherfucking Butcher. You gotta mm. check it out. It, it, it's really music. Is is it's really music to get you through whatever it is you got going on. Whether you wow. trying to work out, whether you going through it in life, whether you having a great high or a great you know low, it, it's it's great music for you to kind of listen to. And then uh, Bo Jackson by Boldy James and the Alchemist. Again, forty-four minutes. Cool, uh, cool. Out. Fuck with Boldy. Tough. Mm, I feel yeah. like. I feel like this is this is this is a project that you'll fuck with, Alex. Mm. Boldy if James. If you were to give it a chance, yeah. If you were to give it a chance, Boldy James and the Alchemist. I think you would fuck with mm. Tough. Did Did the Alchemist add any drums? Any drums to this project? Just, you don't just, think Al be adding drums? Just, just, I mean, no, he do, but sometimes he don't, though. I love Alchemist, but sometimes I'm like, bro, I need a fucking drum. Alchemist bro. Come can, on. like, 
Yeah, he can get a little low on the drum sometimes. He, he give hey. you a fucking snare. I'm like, come on, man. I need a bass. I mean, just a kick. Just a kick, dude. Can I get a kick? A hi-hat? God damn. Can I get a kick? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, give me straight sample loop. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> give me something. Give me something. But no, I, I went ahead and added it, bro. So, bro, it'll be in rotation. <laughs> Nate, every Benny the Butcher title I've ever heard is always super aggressive. Like that nigga titles always sound dangerous as fuck. What's the name of the project you said today? Pyrex Picasso. Nigga, like Pyrex Picasso. Trust the Sopranos. The plugs I met. Burden of proof. Stabbed and shot. It sound like a bunch of black cinema shot. It sound like a bunch of like black cinema action straight to DVD ass movies. They come on BET on Fridays. That's exactly what they all sound like. My first brick. (laughs) These are (laughs) these are Benny the Butcher projects. My first brick. Come on, man. No, but you know. And you want to know a classic? You want to know a classic album that niggas be sleeping on? Well. Y'all not gonna find it classic. But that Tana right. Talk 3, that Tana Talk mm-hmm. 3 is a motherfucker there. Check mm-hmm. that out too. I add you one to grow on uh like Blake did. T- check out that Tana mm-hmm. Talk 3. Hey man, shout out Benny the Butcher and Griselda and West Side right. Gun. Which I know is within them, but you know, I think he had a verse on Donda. It's pretty hard. Unique voice, West Side Gun. Unique voice. It fits specific things, and I think mm-hmm. by and large, he does a really good job of picking his spots and picking the songs that he that he does. Because mm-hmm. I know my wife, she was like, when I first was really like starting to really get into listening to Griselda, she was like, I cannot handle this nigga's voice. <laughs> but uh, it's a lot. It's a lot to do, bruh. <laughs> but I think it was Hitler. Hitler wears Hermes. Um, one of those Hermes. You see, I'm broke boy. (laughs) (laughs) You ain't never been Uh, in a Hermes store? Nope. I ain't never seen no parts of that there. (laughs) Not no parts of it. You ain't got no Hermes Um, belt. You remember that time when everybody was rocking them joints? Yeah, I mean, all luxury belts. I mean, mean, that's still a thing, but you know. Um, yeah, I remember that, especially the Hermes belt, hey. very popular belt. Everybody and their mama had a Hermes belt. Hermes belt, Gucci belt. The Louis Gucci belt. belt. Yeah, Niggas I, would pull up to the function with a white tee on, a Gucci belt, and some Gucci flip flop. Sir, hmm. that is not appropriate attire for what we got going on here. <laughs> no, I just couldn't stand where it's like the like the only thing that's even like close to like luxury <laughs> is the fucking belt. I'm like, dude, man, just I mean, if if all you got was the belt, man, just I mean, can you do something else with the outfit, man? <laughs> like, if all I had was the Gucci belt, like I just got, you know, the the fucking, I don't know, uh, you know, just a regular ass shirt, right? Regular jeans. Uh, I have, you know, regular shoes, like you know, but just a Gucci belt. Like, I don't know. To me, that just it don't fit. One thing, one thing don't match. Sound like one I thing's have. out of place. <laughs> hey, AC hating on you, man. If, if all you that guys are Gucci belt, sounds like a sounds like a hater, brother. 
If you if you think I'm hating on a nigga with a Gucci belt, man, that's that's fine. Like that's fine. Like if that's how you feel, if you think that I'm hating on you because all you got on is a Gucci belt, cool, man. Like whatever, whatever feel your ego, dog. You got haters. I'm one of them, I guess. You got it. This nigga said I'm one of them. I guess. I got. Uh, we can't move off of music until we address the elephant in the room. We have heard (laughs) from uh, Kendrick Lamar. And he has told us that uh, he new music is coming soon. That's number one. We don't know when, but we do know that it will be his last offering on Top Dog Entertainment. Um, what what was y'all's reaction and response to seeing that? Uh, for me, it was. I mean, first of all, you you know, you get that initial surprise, but then you just get to the point where, okay, that makes sense. I mean, every top artist that we've seen, like we haven't seen them kind of stay under whatever they started with, right? I mean, I don't I don't know one artist that has. Uh, so, you know, this is just, with Kendrick, I'm like, his relationship with TDE just seems to always be so strong. I mean, it's like he is the label, you know? And, and I think that the dynamic of the label may change a little bit because, you know, they bring in all these new artists and, you know, they drop their first album and you normally, one of the guarantees is, you know, you get your Kendrick feature. You get your Kendrick feature. People going to listen to that. That's going to draw them to your album. That's going to draw them to you. You're going to have some decent sales and we're going to be all right. You know what I mean? But now with Kendrick leaving, I don't know if he's going to start his own imprint. Um, I don't even know how much music we're going to get. I mean, we know TDE kind of weird with the music. Sometimes it's hard to know, like, is it a TDE thing or is it a Kendrick thing? But I think with Kendrick, he probably do what he want. Like, I think it's probably different for everyone else because he's the main focus. Uh, but I think it's refreshing, man. I mean, because everybody needs something new. Everybody needs something new. And, um, you know, I know that they still probably going to be close in terms of his relationship with Top and things like that. But, um, you know, I, I hope that we are correctly interpreting the – message to say okay it's not your last album right but it is just your last album with tde and that we will get more music even though i probably it really wouldn't be too surprising if you said this is my last album period like you know but uh like i said initial shock but not too surprising because these are the footsteps of every great rapper to leave under their initial i mean your rookie contract is done like now you go do your next thing Hey, that nigga's in rare form. See, but well, I I thought about the opposite of how Alex took it. I thought it was weird because in in hip hop, most of these deals are all messed up. Like, you know, somebody will sign an artist that's that's at at record label A, and so that you know the 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 signee will now be to that record label. Well, the person who signed them will leave and go to another record label, but they'll still claim the same camp even though their deals aren't on the same label anymore. It's always weird. Like, I saw that happen with Wale and Maybach Music. That happened with with um, Kanye and uh, and Jay-Z for a while because Kanye was still with Def Jam, and, and Ye had already started Rock Nation. I mean, not Ye. Uh, Jay-Z. Um, Jay-Z had already started Rock Nation. So, like, I've seen that happen before, but they kind of just, like, or even Drake now. Drake still claims, you know, CMB, but he's not signing them no more. So it's just like – no. It's like it's weird to hear him come out and say like make it a statement like I am not TD no more like 
That ain't me. I ain't. Man, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's how I came I mean, I wouldn't say me. he said, like, I ain't, like, I'm not, like, I think it's a difference saying, look, this is my last TD album, as opposed to a nigga saying, look, I am not TD. Not, no, when you say, what, when you think of me, don't think of TD. I, <laughs> like, I don't know what the difference is. I mean, I think I think there's a huge difference. There's one, it's just like going with the Drake and Young Money thing. It's like, look, Drake let us know in the music kind of let us know, like, look, like one more album, I'm out of the deal. Like just letting niggas know, like I'm I'm cutting ties with them. But going to your point, it's still look, it's cash money forever. It's yeah. young money forever. But we like I'm like from a business thing, like that's done. You know, and well, I, I feel, feel like, like Kendra doing the same thing. I feel like that's happened a lot. And I don't know the it, and it makes me nervous because it's like, who the fuck gets Kendrick to like be like, okay, let me make a song that, you know, y'all will want to actually call ahead and play in the club. Like, I don't know who mm-hmm. makes him do that. I don't know if Kendrick is like, I do feel that. Like, I do want to make music that is popular mm-hmm. or if that's yeah. like a TDE saying, come on, let's try this or having people experiment with it more than he would on his own. So that also makes me nervous. Mm. I feel that. But, you know, I... I don't know. I, I mean, I think, first of all, Kendrick's music has always been not even close to mainstream. I, I guess he do kind of keep a couple singles in tuck, but even the singles be a little unique. They don't be like what we are typically used to. Uh, but when I think about the caliber of artist he is, uh, even I mean, even when we think about like this Donda album, right? Like it's, it's no real singles on there where they're going to find something to be the single because the artist is too great. The, the quality of music's too good, so... You know, but I think that's an interesting point, though. Like we, I don't know what a future, like what future Kendrick music sounds like without the involvement of TDE, because I know they, I know they give him some input. Yeah. You know, but interesting. What the fuck that album? Fuck that single. Burn that hard drive. Ain't nobody safe when I come up killing everybody that's outside. Hey man, you know. I hope I hope he really do come with like that type of energy on this new album. That's the energy I want. Alex, I want I want that I'm the best energy. Fuck that album, fuck that single, burn that hard drive. Burn that shit was the ad lib. <laughs> burn that shit. You know. But I saw a lot of people who was just like, yo, like y'all loving this verse, like this verse mid as fuck. Like I saw a lot of that. That we that we hyped it up. You know, because it's Kendrick, and that we hype him up often. Mm. I mean, that's the great, that's the great issue with the the difference between those. When we talking like top two tier, we talking Drake and Kendrick, and they're so different in that Drake provides us something regularly <laughs> you dig what mm-hmm. i'm saying mm-hmm. lucy feature album three pack whatever we're gonna get that from drake and we've been getting it consistently for 10 years the thing about kendrick is kendrick is only gonna give us but so much access to him and we're only going to hear from him when he has something to offer. Like, he's not of this new social media. I'm a, like, that's not him. So when you out of sight, out of mind, you have an opportunity to miss people. 
So when you anticipating something and you get something that you weren't even expecting, you appreciate it a lot more. Like, so I can see that perspective, but I also think that Kendrick has dropped album and every album that he's dropped has impacted music in some way, Mm -hmm. whether it's, the flows in which people use, whether it's the effects that people use, whether it's the types of beats you did, what I'm saying, tapping into funk music, tapping into some of that, the callbacks from the infancy of black music in this, like he's done things that have been not only forward thinking, but when they came out, motherfuckers was not fucking with them. <laughs> so it's like, he's, he's a polarizing figure Whereas Drake is the popular figure. And mm-hmm. more often than not, you gon' you're going to say, Oh, this polarizing person, either I love this shit or I hate it. Like by and large, you when you ask people about Kendrick, it's not really people who are in the middle. True. But Drake, everybody love Drake. <laughs> everybody. Like everybody. Even the people who hate Drake love Drake. Because you cannot escape this man too hard you can't escape them so i think that's where a lot of that comes from y- y'all can correct me if i'm wrong but I-, I that's why i personally feel like a lot of that oh y'all you seen that shit because it's kendrick <laughs> shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> hell no i love that impression of like a naysayer <laughs> i love i love the voice you just gave because <laughs> i was like what and then i was like oh <laughs> Yeah, no, no, but I'm with you though. It's like the the polarizing aspect. I think is like very accurate. You know, when you get it, first of all, you happy you getting it. But you know, Kendrick don't have to like give you all these bars. It's just, it's just the way he come on the track and just the aggression that he come with. Kind of remind me of Eminem. Even though Eminem really be trying to bar you to death, but sometimes like you know, just you know his energy. When I think about his early music, like his energy on a track, like just kind of changed it. You know what I mean? So. Uh, it yeah, may man. it may it make the simple stuff seem hard, you know, like Kendrick I'm smoking on top five. <laughs> smoking on top five. <laughs> hey, that nigga said I am the old mega. <laughs> you know how many times I had to listen to that shit to realize that this nigga was saying that he's the omega, like <laughs> the alpha and the omega of this shit. I am the omega of this shit, nigga. I want you to understand who it is that I fucking am. Right. I am the old mega. I said, oh lord. Look what we fin- look look what we done got ourselves into here. Hey man, surgical summer. Hey dot coming. <laughs> hey, 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 that was a funny ass time. <laughs> hey man. Yo man, so you know what I'm saying that's uh that's that's gonna be a wrap today, man. Uh, it's, it's been great. It's been great joining with you guys again and you know discussing these albums and you know just giving the people just being back and you know speaking with the people and you know be sure to reach out to us follow us on all social media at after five pod uh that's on instagram and twitter interact with us uh more to come more to come more is coming soon we are refreshed we are back uh and i think we got a lot of just good topics that are coming up as well so be on the lookout for that uh what with all that said it's been your boy ac and your boy, Nate B. Boy, Tayo. Peace. Peace. Holla.